0: Junkies podcast brought to you by bingejunkies.com.
1: Hey, binge junkies! I hope you enjoyed last week's podcast with Chris Wright. Now for part two.
2: Um, I've I've been in like four of Alejandro's movies now. At this point, um, there's one. It's funny. It's on YouTube. You have to look it up. Um, it's called uh the threesome. You were hilarious
0: in that. <laughs> hilarious.
2: I mean, you watching. don't even have to talk; just
0: your facial expressions. You're like, you know, oh, I interrupted fun. something? Like, you guys are trying to trying to work something out here, but not um, correctly.
2: <laughs> that was that was that was such a fun day. Okay, so I got a call on um, Friday night at like one a.m. Like Friday night after you know, like drinking and having fun. And Alejandro was like, hey, so we have, like, a really nice, um, we have a nice uh, Pandavision package, and we're going to, we have, like, a really nice camera and a great cinematographer who's available on Sunday. Do you want to shoot a movie? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Like, this sounds fun. So he sent me over the script, um, you know, super simple, super short. Um, We went and shot it. We started at, like, 7 a.m. on a Sunday at a restaurant that was closed down. Um, and we shot probably till about 10 p.m. that night, and it was just so, so fun, and everybody was, like, on it. We had a full crew, and everybody did it for free, just for the sake of making movies, and it was just so fun, and when we finally watched it, like, I I was really happy with with the ending scene, because I actually came up with that part, because I was like, hey, like, what if I popped into the restroom while they're having their threesome and asked them if they wanted dessert? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh my gosh, I love that. Wait, are
1: you the dessert?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are you wearing the mermaid pants? (laughs) Are we supposed to wear pants for these things? (laughs) New movie, it's it's
0: foursome with the mermaid pants.
2: <laughs> the pants are just their own character. That's right. That's right. Uh, which a, a name. Uh, how fun! You look great. I'm so glad we did. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> oh, guys! Yeah, it was a. It was. It was a blast. It was. It was. It was such a fun, just like independent thing to shoot. And it. I mean, it looked. We had an amazing cinematographer and a camera operator. Um, he was just so good he actually had finished working on like a big huge budget hollywood thing here like i can't remember exactly what he was working on but it was like a big huge project and the camera package was rented out to him for this because that's how they do it apparently with like the camera the camera department apparently like the guy like goes out and rents his own stuff like hey i'm shooting with this the director's like all right we'll get these lenses let's make this happen blah 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 so we have this like whole pack of like professional lenses which look like the most delicate little you know the um uh, the slides like for uh petri dishes stuff for for what am yes. i talking like sciencey stuff <laughs> Those they look like those and they're of, so like thin.
1: like the slides that go
2: here.
1: even when i was in theater and doing like lights when i was younger you know like what are those little slides yeah.
2: called <laughs> i can't think yeah. of oh, the name uh, <laughs> <I can't laughs> but still delicate either. and expensive i presume yeah. oh yeah and so many of them and he had just like like this like big pelican box full of just All these different lenses and stuff, and I'm sitting here going, to me they all just look like little pieces of glass. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what's the difference? Like, (laughs) yes, I'm not
0: technical at all. I just be like, yeah, here I got here, here I got my iPhone. This will do. (laughs) This will do fine. Just action.
2: (laughs) Exactly, exactly how I feel with it. But we ended up shooting on this, you know, Panavision package, and it was so great. And what's funny is afterwards so I wasn't thinking and I was like yeah we shot on a Panasonic and it was so cool and all blah blah. blah. was like a Panasonic I'm like yeah I <laughs> it's Panavision which is like a huge camera company I over here like Panasonic like a tiny little like handy so camera. you got your like
1: home camera and filmed on that like from the 80s is that what we're doing here
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm like oh gosh and my husband never lets me live it down.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was just one of the funniest like moments of my life. I was so embarrassed. It was like, oh gosh, I said panasonic. <laughs>
1: That's the kind of thing I do. I call it being dyslexic with my words. Like I'll, I'll want to say Saturday, but I'll say Sunday, even when it's like obvious. And I j- always feel so embarrassed. I'm like, I I swear I knew the right word. It just didn't come
2: out at all my brain <laughs> thing, my mouth said the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as dumb as i sound i don't think here. <laughs> my mind's like a million miles an hour in every other witch place yeah. exactly there i have i have i have so many irons and so many fires because i own um i own a three uh, skincare companies that i started myself that's and
1: what i was gonna ask you about next <laughs>
2: Oh, good. Nice little segue there. Just (laughs) transition into my how the
1: How did you get into skincare? I mean, that...
2: What? (laughs) Yeah, it's random, isn't it? Um, So um, uh, back in 2017, I was working for a a skincare manufacturing company, and we actually made a private label skincare for like 500 clients. So I was the one who actually made all of the skincare, like the big batches of it. So I learned how to make it. I learned like um, there's such like a high return on your profit for a skincare company. So that naturally, like I'm like hmm, I can make some money doing this already. Because
1: it's consumable, people need to keep buying more of it
2: when they run oh, out, right? yeah, 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 yes. Um, and like the, the, the ingredients alone, when you buy them in bulk, they're not that expensive. So yeah. like I buy all my products in huge bulk and I make everything myself. Um, the first one I created is the world's first flavored body scrub. It's called Tasty Hole. It um, flavors wherever you scrub. So use Your it
1: marketing it. is so great on that website. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Thank you. <laughs> it's a really, it's a really fun, it's a really fun product. Um, it's selling like crazy. I've been um, open officially now for two years. So, um, uh, TastyHoleScrub.com. For the listeners out there thank you right uh, plug and, it in <laughs> like plug 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 um, <laughs> and then and then i decided to branch out and start making a line that was geared like more towards women you know because i love i love i love the scent of lavender and my business partner she wanted something like for her that you know would represent her a little bit so i made a uh, liza's lady scrub which is an all-natural vegan a body scrub. It's um, it's uh, a sugar and coconut oil based. Mm. That's like it's like the main ingredients, and not only does it like exfoliate, but you also feel like you feel so like hydrated afterward, because you're pretty much like scrubbing with coconut oil, which is antibacterial. So you're like cleaning yourself and scrubbing yourself, and you smell good and you feel good and life is great. So, um, and then I just branched off um, and started a third line a few months ago. And that's my favorite. It's a full full men's skincare line that is, um, it's, it's for the leather community. And it's called <laughs> Leather Daddy Skin Company. So <laughs> it's, really, it's really exciting. People are, it's actually, it's selling a lot more than I was expecting. I wasn't expecting it to take off like this. And now I'm, you know, like packaging orders every day and making new products every day. And I spent like five hours last night making like a batch of this new body balm that I have, which is like, the most luxurious feeling like butter for your body ever and it's just oh, so good i love it so that one is um uh, LeatherdaddySkin.com. Just gonna throw that plug in there. <laughs> plug it, it in <laughs> Do it. Uh, what else can I plug? Let's see.
1: <laughs> hey, I mean, I'm into it. I, I'm, I'm a bit of a DIYer myself. I love making my own body scrubs and and
2: yeah. and bath
1: bombs and you know, if anybody's ever sick or hurt, I'll make them like an Epsom salt <laughs> like body, you know, bathtub situation. I love my yeah. essential oils and all that stuff. So I wow. love what people come up with. And it's clearly you have the the background for it. Like if you were sitting there making other people's stuff all day long, like it a hundred percent makes sense that you know how to do it yourself and you can market yeah. to these really fun niche markets that don't have anything specifically for them out yet. I mean, yeah, pretty much that's as far that's as that's I know where
2: I was going. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, there isn't like, there isn't many like, um, many um, uh, skincare companies that are actually geared towards like the LGBT community it's pretty much you know gay men just buy the things that women use and that's like that's it but there's nothing marketed directly towards like people like me so what I wanted to do is I wanted to market things directly towards people like me so you know I could feel I could I could feel represented in this huge market because you know the skincare industry is a huge huge industry there's Millions and millions of products out there, and it's like a billion-dollar industry. And a lot of those people are just, you know, um, a bunch of straight people who are just dealing for straight people and stuff like <laughs> that. So I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to open it up for, you know, not that there's anything wrong with straight people. I'm okay with that.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm totally okay with straight people. By the way, I'm okay with everyone. I <laughs> mean, okay. I um, think it's okay to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, so I just I just I just wanted to do something, you know. Um, I also wanted to be able to give myself a chance to just act full time instead of having work for someone. Because when you have to go to auditions, like you have to find a time. I mean, um, before all this, I was working in restaurants, and you know, you they, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. As every actor in the world, right. we do. <laughs> we all bartend. That's all we do. It's like that's it. Um, well, it started to get, like, hard for me to, you know, because then you have to go, okay, so do I go to my audition that'll take me five minutes, but I have to take off a whole shift for and lose out on $200 and potentially make a little bit of money, maybe? Or do I just stay at work and, you know, tell that audition, sorry, I can't make it today. So um, I decided I didn't want to have to make that decision anymore. So started my own company.
1: Perfect.
2: Yeah, and now, thank you. Thank you. And now... I'm starting to get to the point to where I can actually not have to like go into a job anymore. I could do my own stuff, work on my own stuff. Um, You know, there's no auditions happening. So it's kind of like it kind of did like a flip flop. of Right. (laughs) But but. let's
1: be honest, all the most successful people, not all, but many most very successful people have diversified portfolios. You know, you, you might be an actor, but you are also have a perfume line or you also you know, do this, do that. I don't know. It's having yeah. different things to do means now that pandemic hits, you're not stuck having nothing to do because you mm-hmm. have oh, exactly. your side gig, I say in quotes, because clearly yeah. it's doing well. <laughs> it excited. Really well.
2: right? it, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird, it's like a weird little thing, you know, because like I feel like the whole world is turned upside down right now and it's pretty much you either, you either stink or swim. Like you have to sink or swim. There's no, there's no like in between right now because everybody is, I mean, there are, I've, I've seen probably like four or five businesses being started at this time. And it's like, take advantage of like the time, you know, Mm -hmm. well, I mean, I never had time to do anything. I was rushing around every day. You know, I was working doubles all the time at, at the restaurant, you know, then I would come home and I would make all my skincare stuff. And then I'd wake up early the next day, you know, ship it out, do all this stuff and just repeat it over. So it was just constant, just going, going, going. And then I'd throw in an audition here and there and I'd take like acting classes. And right now it's like the world is slowed down. I can breathe and, you know, look around and just kind of like, like take account of what, what, what is important to me and what I care about the most. So I'm actually grateful for this, this whole thing. You know, like it sucks that people are dying. It sucks that people are getting sick. It of sucks course. that you know, businesses are closing. Like, you know, I do feel bad about that. But at the same time, there's so many good things that have come out of this time, and like I, I feel grateful for it.
0: And learning, like, get to slow down and have time with your husband. Imagine that.
2: Oh yeah, uh, we've spent we've spent so much time together. Um, and he was actually doing a weather from home for. I want to say 70, 70 days he did weather from the backyard. So like he had like a whole setup, and um, um, every day every day at noon he would do his show out there in the backyard, and you know he would do his whole little weather predicting forecasting thing that he does. That <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff. I'm like techno, <laughs> techno babble, mumbo, jumbo. He's like, oh look, there's rain. Um, no, he does. It's like it's a lot of science he had to learn um he had to learn um oh god what was it it was like some sort of like advanced calculus to like get the degree to actually like you know
1: meteorologist.
2: a meteorologist meteorologist yeah yeah so like he's taking all this advanced advanced stuff and he was in school like for years and years and just doing all this stuff and it was absolutely crazy so like he makes it look so easy though you know he's just down here just you know typing away I was like all right it's gonna be sunny bam he goes and does his show and then we, we went on hikes after that we went on hikes almost like every day and just oh, got out life. there in nature because there's so many beautiful mountains here I mean I live like I live five minutes from the mountain oh, and nice. we actually we actually would leave our house and just take the dogs out for a walk and just go like as far into the mountain as we could
1: You're and then we'd walk puppies? back
2: home it was, Yes, our little babies, Barkley and Boomer. I don't know where they are right now. They're probably upstairs.
1: Oh.
2: But they're my little babies. They're so uh, cute. I love them to death. I don't know what I'd do without them. I I'm want like, a dog like, so bad.
1: <laughs> oh, you don't have a dog? Get a dog. <laughs> Get so a <laughs> I always felt like I wasn't responsible enough for a dog. I used to go camping a lot. I was kind of a festival kid. I would wasn't really home, yeah. in which case cats are perfect because cats are really really easy and you can leave them alone for a couple days no big deal but dogs need more attention and they need to go on walks and 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 that's okay i just knew i couldn't give that to a dog yeah so now that i have a house with like a little backyard at least i know i have space for a dog Uh, i just have to convince the hubs to let me get one it was
2: it was it was it was really easy for me to convince them i think we both just decided one day that we just wanted, we wanted a dog, and we went out, we went out to the uh, shelter, and we were just kind of looking around, you know, we're thinking, you know, kind of see what kind of dogs are out there, um, here in New Mexico, there's like a lot of uh, pit bulls and chihuahuas in the shelter, and mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's two dogs we didn't want, you know, because the pit bulls were a little too big, chihuahuas a little too yappy, so I was like, yeah. I
1: gotta, <laughs> I gotta have my middle ground here. Chihuahua and, mixes um, can be fun, but straight chihuahua, I'm yeah. with you on that.
2: Yeah, yeah, gosh. Um, my grandmother had so many chihuahuas when I was growing up, and they were just like the tiniest little, most annoying little like demon rat creatures. So you're traumatized. <laughs> yes, I'm like, how, how, how did chihuahuas even like exist? Like they must have been made in like some shitty lab somewhere because they're like the tiniest little annoying yappy puppies ever. But sometimes they're so cute, like when they're babies and they're so tiny and they fit in your hand and. That's adorable. They grow up and it's annoying. But um, yeah, we we walked into this um, we drove to the shelter on like the other far side of town, and um, we just saw this tiny little nose pop out of the cage, and I was like, oh, what is this? And it looked like a little lassie.
1: It's my baby.
2: Exactly. (laughs) He was so quiet and just so like, all the other dogs were barking, and he was just sitting there like, hello, I'm ready to go home now. Oh. Uh, we snatched him up and we took him home a few days later after they did you know the snipping clip all that fun stuff and oh, just so cute that was six years ago and our little baby and then we got um we got our little girl boomer she was um actually in the cage across from him but uh two years later so it was shout fun. out to
1: rescue um dog yes. owners for sure
2: rescue. <laughs> and rescue cat
1: owners for that matter
2: that's true, yeah. Yeah, there were so many, so many, so many cute cats at the rescue place, too. I just, I've I've never really had a cat, so I've, yeah, I've never really been like, I want a cat, I've just never had one.
1: <laughs> I think I've had, I always did. I think we always had a cat, so it's, yeah. I don't know, Leanne has her adorable kitty cat, too, but I like them all. Yeah. I'd probably have a zoo if I had enough space, time, and money for oh, it. Oh, definitely.
0: So. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Same. <laughs> I just love animals I just I just want them all when I was growing up my grandmother she used to breed dogs so um there was one time she had 35 cocker spaniels and she had like two rottweilers and like 10 other dogs at this time and like three little chihuahuas so like I always 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 had dogs around me like my entire life it was just oh, that's fun. so fun I, I I love dogs They're so great so Everybody adopt if you're listening to this. Go adopt a dog right now. (laughs) Right? (laughs) What
0: does they say? Adopt, don't shop.
2: That's right. Adopt, don't shop. If
1: you can. Or
0: rescue when somebody mean leaves a cat in a hotel room for I don't even know how many days straight. And they're skinny and they're meowing. They got dirty litter box, no food. And you're like, oh, she's a little mean. But I'm gonna take her anyway. Yeah. Right, right, Just exactly. But, but you know, it took I don't know about a year, but now she's my little bestie. Oh,
1: um, I know this is off topic, but now I'm noticing every time I touch my face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: really hard not to. Yes. Because we're not supposed to do that during the oh, pandemic, God. and also, you know, oh, no. serial killer oh. activity.
1: I'm like, mm, nope, I'm, I'm like, I do have my Dexter back here. I was so. going to say, as we are staring <laughs> at a serial killer. Like... Oh,
0: hey, he's a serial killer that kills serial killers, okay? He's not just a serial killer. He gets rid of the bad people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Fingling to justice. laughs> oh, God, I, I love that. You know, I never thought like... about it that way. <laughs>
1: Doesn't he seem like he should be on, like, DC or, like, Marvel? Like, he's a, you know, like a vigilante justice, like, Punisher kind of person, you know? Uh, Don't get
0: me started on the Punisher. I'm still upset about that. That was my show. Netflix, The Punisher, when it was on, was my very, very favorite show at the time. I had some bad stuff going on. And there's nothing like seeing him just shoot some people in the head that makes you—I don't know—it has a calming effect for me because it's like I take out my frustrations <laughs> without having to actually get violent. Uh, yeah. And Everybody John has their own Bernthal, process, right? Man, John Bernthal just—he is the Punisher. He just rocked. Oh yeah. That just yeah, rocked has, it. That.
2: Uh, he was here in Albuquerque for um, a Comic Con. Of course in, like, he was last year, I think. And it was just—he's. <laughs> He's kind of a short guy. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, he's gorgeous. like took get me wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't I, think I, I don't could care. do I'll anything except his, but... just
0: be like, like
2: hi. <laughs> just ask you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, like would like, you get this crazy lady, lady <laughs> away?
0: <from> <laughs> right? <laughs> <He'd be> like, <laughs> get this crazy lady <laughs> away
2: from me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But I only I only got to um I think like I still need to watch the last two episodes of the first season of Punisher. Um I think it just like fell off the radar like something else started I think like Star Trek started up at that time. So I was like fuck everything else, Star Trek is my thing. Sorry, <laughs> priorities <laughs> by else everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have our thing
0: that we drop everything for. It's just some of us have our yeah. shows cancelled because Netflix can't make a deal with Disney. But I'll just shut up about that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're we get bitter. so so <laughs> attached to our shows Yes. and our actors, and it's really hard when we have to let them go.
0: Yeah, even after they've been on for like seven seasons and we're being greedy... You know, your shows that don't even make it one season were being greedy, like the Americans. I was all kinds of upset when that one and they got to, you know, send it off their swan song. It was perfect in every way, but I still was like, I don't care how many seasons they have, I still want them to be killing Americans. I mean, I don't I don't understand.
1: <laughs> oh, you know I'm like that with my sense eight too. I will yes. I will never not have that be one of my favorites, so <laughs> Well, the, how long did that? I, I think list. that
0: only got like two seasons, right? Since
1: it got two seasons and a finale movie. So. Oh. It was, but it was, uh, the Wachowskis wrote it for five full seasons, so it, it should have had a five season arc for the full storyline. Yeah.
2: But you know how it goes. Sometimes it oh. just don't work out. <laughs> they, had to fit it all, they had to fit all the rest of the seasons in the movie? Yeah, so it was up, like, like cutting it down a lot.
1: It was just like one of those things where it kind of like tore the fandom a little bit in half because, you know, obviously they had to make um, some concessions where probably they didn't want to. So, um, you know, some people were happy with just that they got a finale and other people were upset that it didn't happen the way they wanted it to. Um, You know, it's fans
2: got opinions. Oh, yeah.
1: That's That's
2: true. That explains the eights on your Etsy shop that I was looking at. My,
1: my small upset. You
2: looked at my Etsy shop. You're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this looks so fun. I was like, I was like, what is this? And then I saw it, and now I understand because I've actually never seen the show, but it's like popped up on my like things I need to watch. I know it's. I know. You give me that look. That's that's the look that I give to people who haven't seen Star Trek yet. I'm like, what? <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean. Yeah. If
1: you need to have a cue, I would highly suggest bumping it up there with Pose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk yeah. about it's representation, so though. Yeah. Sensei yeah. has some stellar, stellar levels of
2: representation in it. So. That's really great. That's yeah. Important. Yeah. That's Are what I want like to accomplish in my acting career.
1: Is the representation?
2: Yeah. I want to make sure that, like, I want to make sure that there's a little boy out there like me who's watching TV and he sees me and he goes, I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be the baddest bitch I can be. Like, that is that is my goal because I never had anybody. Like, I, I watch TV and it's like, the only gay characters were just like, you know, I I can't even think of like, I like the word. It's like a stereotypical, like a, a minstrel type thing, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm just here to play the banjo for the king. Like, <laughs> yeah, hate it. Right. Yeah, Queer
1: as <laughs> Folk took a while to come out over here. I guess the UK got it sooner, but yeah. I was in love with Queer as Folk when it came out as well too. Oh yeah! Uh, did did watch everybody that show, know that happen.
0: the UK version had Charlie Hunnam in it? I, told I my friend that I didn't until you that. told me. Yeah, she about passed no. out. There was, she's like, "Wait a minute, huh. Jax Teller played a gay man," and I said, "Yes, he most certainly did."
2: I didn't <laughs> know that. I don't. I don't think I've seen the UK version. yep. I mean, yeah. Yep. I, yeah. I think it's on, like, the BBC app or something like that. But, um... Hmm, might have to go back and, and watch that one. They're doing and, a remake of it right now or something.
1: Really? really? Because I'm the L remake yeah, is, is really good, so yeah. I was really hoping yeah. they'd do a Queer as Folk remake as well.
2: I'm here yeah, for it. Yeah, they're working. I want to say, um, they started the casting process, like, end of 2019. And then, you know, the world fell apart, so I don't know what's going to happen, but, um... <laughs> I would right? feel different from that show because <laughs> I um yeah, I watched that show I was sixteen when I watched the show um and I was dating an older guy um so he he was like oh you know I'm the Brian Kenny to your um little blonde guy oh what was his name
1: what was his name
2: I know exactly <laughs> I'll you're I'll talking about
1: yeah
2: I can't I can't remember his name um gosh yeah anyway yeah so. We had like uh it was yeah, it was just like this whole thing and then I finally watched it and I was like, I don't know if I want to date a Brian Kenny though. <laughs> like he's kind of an asshole. Like, he's a just gorgeous
0: like, asshole, but yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah.
2: It's true. He has
1: his moments, but are those moments worth all of the other bullshit that came exactly. before him?
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I ended up not dating that guy anymore. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to be dating a Brian Kenny, oh, even though he looked nothing like Brian Kenny. He was a blockbuster manager. It felt like, <laughs> like he was like an ad exec.
1: So he was about oh, to be obsolete soon, anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. I I kind of miss going to blockbuster. Like I miss it. I miss yeah. going in and being like, what movies new and what can I get on videotape today. <laughs>
0: Oh, and that's where oh. I got my Dexter and my True Blood. Yeah. 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 From yeah. from Blockbuster when they were still open. Oh,
2: really? I got. Wow. Um, yeah, they had so many great posters. I got I got a good uh, Rent poster from Blockbuster that my ex saved. Like he saved it for himself, but I was like, I love Rent so much. Goes, oh, take it. So I had like like it was in mint condition and beautiful, and uh, I have no idea where it is now. But <laughs> oh, wah wah. <laughs> years ago, so long ago. Gosh, 2006 feels like a another time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so it many, sure does. Many years ago. <laughs> oh, good. let's not dwell in the past. <laughs> like we're in 2020.
1: That's okay. 2006 That's was my first Burning Man, so at least I had some
2: some oh, good fun. memories back then. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a good memory to have.
1: Um, it. Honest to goodness, it changed the way I viewed the world in general. Like, I didn't realize I had been living in such a box um, until I went to Burning Man. And I was like, whoa, people, there's, people can be this way. This is a thing. This is, I'm into it. And then I went eight more times
2: in a row. (laughs) I love that. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. I've never, I've never been to Burning Man, but there is a festival that we used to go to every single year. It's outside of Boston. It's in uh, Kerrville, Texas. It's Kerrville Folk Music Festival, and it's pretty much like a it's like it's like a tamer Burning Man, I would say. It's not as you know, not as wild. Um, definitely not as dusty. Like it's not in like the desert. It's like there's like a beautiful river nearby. That's but a
1: hostage.
2: Um, oh yeah, that was the first time that I was looking around and I was like, these people are just living their lives, doing whatever they want, dressing however they want. Having a good time, you know, walking around with you know gallons of whiskey that they're just sharing with everyone, and you know everyone's smoking weed and having a great time. I uh, love every <laughs> my, my favorite place. And my that sounds and I very burner-esque. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, how beautiful! I love that. I love doing There's, things like that, just
1: seeing people. Absolutely. I I was just telling hubs that I really miss camping and festivals, and it it just saddens me a little bit because we're not even going to be able to have one for a while. (laughs) Like, it's amazing to be able to see concerts online and live on Facebook Mm. and live on Twitch or whatever, you know, even seeing DJs, let alone bands perform, but nothing will ever be nearly quite like being in person. seeing. Right, there's nothing uh, like live
0: music, yeah.
1: Yeah, whether it be CDs or a live band or turntables, like, Mm -hmm. I don't care. It's all an experience.
2: Yeah. I feel that. We've actually gone camping so much since all this started. We actually just got back um, a few days ago from camping Um, right outside of Taos. It's beautiful out there. It's like we were right next to a beautiful river. The temperature was perfect. It was there was like no one was around us, but we were still in like a public ish area. So it was just so beautiful i just tent? laid in my hammock in the sun and drank margaritas all day <laughs> That's what i was wondering
1: tent hammock or tent
2: uh rv or cabin <laughs> tent definitely tent we have a giant tent though it's huge it's like a cabin tent it's, it's for like 12 people but it's <laughs> just the two of us and we have like we have our uh we have a giant uh queen size air mattress you know so we like oh, air that God. up so but everything else is, like, pretty raw out there. But I also, like, throw down when it comes to cooking, because I, I love... I mean, I am a two-time award-winning chef, so one of my other little irons. Um, I did not even get and- to talk
1: to you about that. It's been... I could do a whole other <laughs> podcast with you about food, but please continue. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, and um, <laughs> I would totally be down for that, too, by the way. Like, food, food podcast so great. But, um, yeah, I... I I just love cooking outside because you get to make, like, you get to see, like, what can I challenge myself? And I got this really cool, uh, uh, it's like a camping, a flat top grill, which is the best for camping. So you can make everything on there. It's like one big surface. You don't have to worry about things falling through the grates. or absolutely perfect. So so I just made all these delicious, delicious things. And we just ate and drank margaritas all day and sat by the river and went for walks. And, ah. Beautiful. That sounds perfect. I and that.
1: I would like an invite yeah. next time. Thank you very much.
0: I'll oh, keep my yeah, t- six definitely. feet away. Uh, six feet away. My <laughs> hammock will be six feet away. My tent will be six feet perfect. away. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. It is
2: it is a plan. Whenever you're in New Mexico, literally hit me up because there's so much beauty within like a five minute drive. I mean, there's like wow. a beautiful campground that we go to that's like literally like you hop on the interstate and you hop off the interstate. And then you drive for five minutes, and you're there. And it's just, it looks like you're not even in the city anymore. And I could, like, throw a stone hit my house. Beautiful. I I live love New Mexico. I never thought anything about New Mexico before I moved here. Then my husband got a job here with the local, um, with the NBC affiliate here. And um, knew nothing about New Mexico, knew nothing about the film industry here. Absolutely nothing about it. And then I started to get involved and I found my niche. And it's like, oh, this is like absolutely the best place ever. And it's so pretty, so. Uh, Bonus. Come to New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. I would love
1: to. I'm here in Houston, so. I think you could get a job yeah. with the New Mexico Tourism Board.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do that. But they, they do such a good job already. Because I mean, like, like, like New Mexico speaks for itself. Like the second you see any video, like, Pretty much all of the all of the drone shots um, uh, that are in that are in uh, Lights Camera Kitchen, they're all like here in New Mexico, like here in Albuquerque, and like so and all of that just looks like oh so pretty and just so lush. And you're sitting here, isn't this the desert? But like I think that's a lie. <laughs> We're the high desert, which doesn't really count in my in my book as far as desert. Like everybody else is like, yeah, it's so deserty and dry here, and I'm like, no, this is beautiful. <laughs> and green and lush i love it
1: i mean there's like sahara desert and then there's like united mm-hmm. states desert where yeah <laughs> you know it, it, still it still definitely has its beauty like there's nothing like a desert sunset i mean i live by the coast and i love a coastal sunset for sure but desert yeah. sunsets are just different and mm-hmm. and they can be so like full of color and bra anyway you
2: know yeah <laughs> oh, no, they are they are great here we have these beautiful it's like it's like a it's like a gentle watermelon pink that fades into this like like sickle orange I
1: and love just your fades words. off into
2: like the, oh gosh it's so beautiful here like <laughs> we
1: <laughs> a picture for
2: us oh, oh yeah it's oh gosh i love it yeah but wait till after the pandemic is over because- right right <laughs> we, i guess good like 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 our governor here has made sure that we are like Our cases are so low. Well, you don't want anybody from
1: California coming by anyway then. (laughs) Right, or or Texas, because Texas
0: right now, red, 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 red.
2: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, my whole family lives in Texas, and I'm just like, I'm watching them, you know, go out to places and, like, not wearing masks and just going into bars, and I'm like, stop it. Stop it. There's a pandemic happening. Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Stay home. And they're like, oh, we're so tired of being home. It's like, so is the rest of the world. Right? <laughs> yeah.
1: To... That's you know great. what? Science, who
2: cares about it? Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. It, me. it <laughs> tells me every time. I'm like, stop being anti-science. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <In New Mexico. laughs> yeah, you're I'm the person that family. will give
0: you a hard time if I'm in this grocery store. I'm wearing my mask, but you're going to tell me that you're too good to wear your mask? Oh, I won't be oh, muzzled. Yeah. Uh, no, I can show you a muzzle. That mask mm-hmm. is not a muzzle. Put it on.
2: Exactly.
1: And everybody I working am, has to wear it for their way. whole shift. Like, yeah. let alone just us walking
2: in the store. Yeah. yeah. I'm in there, you know, you're in the store for what? Like 15, maybe 20 minutes? Right. I'm going to kill you. Pop it in. That's, that's it. I mean, I'm like super claustrophobic. So the first week of wearing masks was horrible for me. I was like, I'm just not going to go anywhere. I mean, I went, I think I went 35 days without going anywhere, like stayed home. Like we went out for hikes and stuff, but I didn't go to like a place, actual place for so long. And the first time I did, and I was wearing my mask, I was like, I'm having a panic attack. I can't breathe. This is horrible. But now,
1: now it's fine. You get used to like, it.
2: Yeah. It's like, right? it's, 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 you know, it's like, you don't have to smile at people. I'm one of those people that's like, I'm always going to smile at you if you right? look at me gonna be like too. hello here's a smile and now i'm like Ugh, my face feels so relaxed now it's not like I'm <laughs> smiling all day i feel like <laughs> Get
1: masks are like condoms nobody wears them because they're comfortable yeah <laughs>
0: like- <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> i'm not wearing it because it's so cozy and lovely it's there's other science reasons for it
0: oh my god did you see that video of that lady in florida that said um i don't wear a mask for the same reason that i don't wear underwear
1: because things need to breathe and i was like really lady they make cotton chonies
2: honey just so you oh know they Lord. breathe like uh all the things made me laugh so much i'm like what kind of underwear is she wearing <laughs> <laughs> is she you're wearing, like,
0: like i know about the <laughs> leather community and i'm more comfortable than this lady's making herself sound. like
2: that stuff breathes well. <laughs> Some of them have like locks on them. So, like, <laughs> what, is, what underwear is she wearing? <laughs>
1: it, it's my chastity version. Thank you very much. These are my Monday underwear.
2: <laughs> oh god, okay. no fun for me. <laughs> uh, forget that combination. There oh, <laughs> that uh, uh. oh kitty. Yeah. hello kitty let me see if I can get like mine kidding. to smile at you well, oh, they look so cute they look like they're related don't they? Oh, oh.
0: My yes they're kissing cousins
2: That <laughs> <laughs> we <in> different it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, not Alabama we're good then because that's what it gets
1: <laughs> oh I did have a boyfriend from Alabama once <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh and he left you for your sister but for his sister huh
0: right no I'm a George Strait song all my exes live in Texas
1: so <laughs> Same here I,
0: I moved feel to like...
1: oh sorry sorry what <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've just been laughing and having such a good time it's like wait what did someone stop
1: for a minute I don't I was I was just reading poor Leanne um right. We have gone basically twice as long as we normally go, I think, because we're enjoying you ever so much, and that's 100% awesome, and I kind of think we maybe could just make it, like, a little two-parter or something like that.
0: Oh, definitely. And we could I have,
1: that would be so super fun. Um, I, <laughs> I'm i probably just going to be messaging you, like, on a personal basis.
2: Oh, that's fine. Like, definitely, <laughs> like, like, both of you, whatever. Y'all are so fun. Like, I, I'm loving this. This is so exciting
1: right um i i just gotta thank you so much for not only like agreeing to do your first podcast with us but really? clearly we've had so much fun you've been like so open and storytelling with us i just really appreciate it and you'll oh, definitely you so have to come me.
0: back on after you get your first star trek role
1: that's right. Okay, We're going to tag um, Star Trek and the Star Trek writers and we'll see if we can Love find it. out who the casting director is and tag them as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds I would appreciate that so much. Oh my God. Yes. And you'll get, you'll get the first exclusive interview. There you go. You got the exclusive. Okay. Yes. It's, 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 it's been recorded now into the world. So.
1: <laughs> and I have <laughs> some happen. notes so that we can add some YouTube clips in there. And, um, I will absolutely be looking out for the next Lights, Camera, Kitchen. Um, I know we have a little while <laughs> before it comes out,
2: but... Oh, yeah. Still. It's, it's going to be a minute. <laughs> it's slowly happening, but that's the thing about Passion projects; It happens when it happens. Right. It's fun, but yeah. Thank you for listening
0: to another Binge Junkies podcast, and please join us again next time.